Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy, been with the Chris and Sandy Show, which of course is just me today right now. Um, Sandy's with our little 20-month-old. But um, we're with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal from amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today we've got a great show for you, as we always say. we got Troy coming on. As you can see, he's on already. Uh, but he's doing some great things out there in the music world. We're excited to talk to him about a little bit about his life and about music and just see where, he, where all this goes. So Troy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. It's our pleasure. And of course, I'll probably keep talking about it's our pleasure, even though she's not so such a happy. You know what? It's okay. I talk about myself in like a we. I, I talk <laughs> to my friends. I'm like, yeah, we're doing it. And they're like, who's we? I'm like, it's me and, you know, <clears throat> God and, and everybody. You know, we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just say it's me, myself, and I. So it's three exactly, of us. Exactly. Exactly. Depending <laughs> So as we get started here, as you know, this is a rough year for a lot of people, especially in the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. So how has COVID affected you and what are you doing to kind of maneuver through that? Well, I'm very blessed to have been healthy. Um, I, I live with my aunt. She's been healthy. My parents and my and my brothers and and uh, my sister-in-law, we've all been we've all been healthy, which is which is really great um, in the business. Actually, it's funny because in, in March. I did two shows in New York City. I did a so far show and then a show at the bitter end. And right when I got back is kind of when the whole national emergency happened. Oh wow. And so I kind of sat for about two weeks, not really sure what I was doing. Um, just kind of like living in the reality in that of moment. happening. Yeah. And I saw a bunch of my friends alike doing Instagram lives. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, I really should do one of those. I should really do an Instagram live. And my dad had this brilliant idea. He's like, why don't you just go out in the cul-de-sac and sing <laughs> to nobody and do an Instagram live? And I was like, that's terrifying. Um, let me just sing to an empty cul-de-sac. And uh, the minute he said it, I was like, you know what? I, I should, I should probably do that. So oh, wow. that next Thursday, I kind of went outside with, uh, with my ring light and my phone and I had my little amp and my guitar and I played to maybe two neighbors who came outside uh, to hear me play because I didn't want to annoy them. I was kind of like, hey, I'm going to play. And over the course of April, May, June, slowly people just from around the neighborhood were just flocking oh, wow. towards this cul-de-sac. And... It got to the point where in July, we had like a whole July 4th show and everybody was socially distanced. Of course, nobody was, I mean, everybody had their own little pockets, but it went from my, just a guitar and an amp to two PA systems, a mixer, you know, a drum set, my guitar, my piano, uh, a buddy of mine, his name's Evan came and played and we would play for, oh gosh, I think we had 21 shows. Oh, wow. Over the course of, of this year, we ended right before Halloween. So that's been a, a massive blessing because yeah. I kind of created my own venue wow. and was able to practice and kind of feed off of the audience and, and them be like, play Freebird, you know, and <laughs> be like, ah, okay, you know, and it was just a wonderful time. And, and to see everybody in a time where we were all so far apart. To see yeah. everybody be able to come together was really nice. And, you know, we've got a friend of ours, Mira Goto out of California. She started a truck bed concert. She pulls up to people's nice. houses and she got speakers in her backup in the bed. 
with the with the guitars and all that, and she gets up there mm -hmm. and in the back of it, she'll come and do a truck party at your house. Hey, if it works and it's, <clears throat> and it's great, it's great. <laughs> and even for us, well, you know, when we first launched a show January 3rd of this year, you know, our original plan was 100 interviews our first year. We thought, you know, if we did 100 interviews, that'd be a good foundation for the mm -hmm. show. And then COVID happens. And I was yeah. like, I told Sandy, oh, this could be an opportunity for us. I mean, this yeah. might be our time to shine. And because of that, you're our... Your interview number 298. 298, baby. So we're about to hit the big 300. To, we got another interview today, and then we got two tomorrow. So tomorrow we'll hit the big 300. And that's three times uh, uh, the amount that we thought we would hit for the year. Yeah. So crazy. That's amazing. Congratulations. Well, we, thank you. We definitely appreciate that. So as we, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people will ask, you know, that you – when did you know you want to do music? I like to go deeper than that. When did it click that mm. this could be a career? You know, there there was a there was a pivotal moment that it kind of switched. I ended up I wrote this song. It was called it's called Mistake, and I remember talking to one of my friends um, in Los Angeles, and I was playing this for her, and and she was like, Troy, you got to go play this for other people. Oh, wow. She's like, you're doing a disservice to the world by just holding this. Like you need to actually go and you have to go play places and you have to put this out. And that's what you need to do. <laughs> and for me, you know, I've been acting since I was 11. I've been writing music oh, wow. since I was 14. The music was mine. It was like my thing that I was like, yeah. I'm going to keep, you know, it's my personal music. <laughs> but it was, it was that moment with, with my friend that, really pushed me to do that. And then a week or two later, I had a show at a coffee shop. And then a month later, a producer heard my music and I came to Nashville. Oh, and wow. I've been here ever since. <laughs> so I love stories like that. It was such like a, you know, my, my dad and my mom and I talk about like these God moments that kind of just happen. Yeah. And that was definitely. one of those moments where it was like, hey, <laughs> listen to me type of thing. And I'm so blessed because I'm so happy mm. to be able to do this and, and to be able to put my music out and to be able to do the work. And I love the work, you know, and to, and to figure out what the work really means over mm -hmm. time. Yeah. And it's just been a blessing. Really. I love that. You know, we feel like that, but our show, you know, was a God moment. You know, I remember last year I told Sandy it's time to go to that next level and just do a show. And I remember she was telling us me that well, who would, you know, what would we call us? Like the Chris and Sandy show. What else? Like, who would yeah. listen? You know, nobody knows who we are. And I was like, well, we got enough contacts in Nashville, even though we're not there, but we I've built that up through the years. I was like, I think we can make it work. And yeah. besides, you know, Bobby Bones, it works for him. It works for Ty Bentley. So it could work yeah. for us. And, and little did we know that we would be here almost 300 episodes later. Yeah. And we've had people like Randy Travis on, you know, yeah. Colin Ray, um, Cassidy Pope, and we've had artists like you who are rising because we love all the artists. You know, we, we don't want to just be the big artists and we don't want to just be the rising. Artists. We want to be a thing for be everybody, really everybody in entertainment, because it's funny because we started out with just being music. Mm -hmm. And like I was telling you before the show, we got an actress coming yeah. on after this. So, you know, it's like things keep expanding. 
for the show. And I'm sitting there like, okay, this is bigger than what we thought when we first launched. So it's it's funny that what you said is like, nobody knows who we are. Right. And I, I, I myself have had that thought and I, my friends and I always talk about like, like who cares about us? Cause we're, we're trying to do this thing and everybody seems that they're trying to do their thing. So Mm -hmm. who will care about my thing as well as their thing. And what I, what I've kind of figured out over time is that, you know, I care about other people's things. You know, when I see somebody succeeding in what they really want to do, I genuinely care. I'm like very proud of them. And I had to put my mindset into another person, into a friend of mine, like I mentioned before, who sees that in me and cares. And so to artists, to business people all over the planet, like if you're wondering like who cares, it's like there are a lot of people who care Mm -hmm. probably more than you see. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's and it's one of those things that you kind of have to take a step back, step out of yourself. Most definitely. So if anybody's um, listening live or replay, be sure to share, 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 because it helps us all. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Um, So um, as we move on here, um, you've got a song you can play for us, don't you? Yes, I do. I do have a song that I can play for you. And tell us a little bit about the song, and then we'll let you take over. So I wrote this song um, a little while back. It's called Undercover. It's out on Spotify uh, right now. And, you know, it's it's about this feeling of love, right? When you love someone, but you don't really want to tell your friends about it yet. Mm-hmm. You kind of want to keep it on that down low. <laughs> uh, because it's fun. It's kind of new and exciting and you don't want anything else to kind of get in the way. And, and that's the whole, the whole vibe of the song is just this fun little, little bop. Oh, wow. So yeah, I'd love to play it for you. All right. Take it over. Absolutely. <clears throat> like I said, this one's called undercover. Mm-hmm. I love when you put new strings on a guitar. Here we go. Waking up on the bright side of the bed with you, mid 2 a.m. Love that neither one of us regret. In a couple hours, we'll go separate ways, not telling anybody that we're on the same page. We got it. And that we're just friends But what they don't know Is that you and me go crazy On a Monday morning Laying it low Keeping it quiet Don't want anyone knowing You leave with me Sleep with me Can't get you out of my head That undercover love In and out of the bed Whoa 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 Let me catch my breath Just looking at you makes me want some stress mm. Now honestly I bet we might have skipped a few steps Right into ripping the sheets off instead We got everybody thinking that we're just friends But what they don't know Is that you and me go crazy on a Monday morning Laying it low 
keeping it quiet, don't want anyone knowing. You leave with me, sleep with me, can't get you out of my head. That undercover love, in and out of the bed. Whoa, oh, 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 whoa, oh, oh. They know that we're always talking. They know that you're making me laugh. They know that there must be something happening behind their backs. They know that we ain't always social, but we know how to have a good time. They know that they might need help reading the lines, but what they don't know is that you and go crazy on a Monday morning, laying it low, keeping it quiet, don't want anyone knowing. You leave with me, sleep with me, can't get you out of my head. That undercover love, in and out of the bed. Whoa, oh, 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 whoa, undercover. Something like that. <laughs> love it, love so it. Now, when it comes to making music and all that, as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory of like a Blake Shelton, mm -hmm. of a Carrie, of a Miranda. But they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles yeah. that it takes to not just make it to their level, but yeah. to even a career level within the entertainment world. And I always mm -hmm. want to talk about that because I think that nobody talks about this enough. Mm -hmm. And every episode, I always want to talk about it because I think it's one of the most important subjects when it comes to entertainment because people don't see this side of it. They just see yeah. the glory. So I'm going to tell a quick story to help guide us where I want this to go. Well, back in 2014, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Still Girls. And at that time, they were full time with music. Mm -hmm. And I asked Allison what advice she'd given up in coming artists. And I'll never forget what she said. She said, this is going to sound funny coming from someone full time. But if your heart will allow you to do anything, if you can see yourself doing something else, go do that and just keep this as a hobby. Mm -hmm. She goes, the moment you want it to be a career, everybody kind of owns a piece of you, whether you like it or not. You, do, you no longer have control over your own life from that moment forward. Your friends and relatives never understand for the most part, unless you've got some good ones. But for the most part, they, because they invite you to weddings, to cookouts, to weekends, to holidays. But when you're in that grind mode, you're, you can't say no to a gig and you definitely don't want to be an artist that cancels a gig. You know, you don't want to be that artist, you know, because there's 50 people on the line once you book that. So, you you know, they don't understand that when they got nine to five, when you're a 24 seven type of career. Exactly. And then on top of that, your family has to sacrifice. They have to kind of give you up to the world, you know, so to speak. You know, you no longer have as much privacy as you want. There are days you feel miserable, but yet you got to get on that stage and smile like there's no tomorrow. But then she yeah. added, but if you can't see yourself doing anything else, then go all in. Because the only way that those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? Let's talk about that side of it some. I mean, I think that's so true. You know, I, I have recently kind of come up with this saying for myself. Because I had somebody recently and over the course of my entire life ask me, what's my backup plan? <clears throat> what's your backup plan if this doesn't work out? And I'm my first answer is, oh, it's going to work out. It's going to. Like I have no – there's no doubt in my mind. But recently I had this thought of, you know, what's my backup plan? I, I plan on moving forward. I don't have a backup plan. I don't want to go back. <laughs> like life is about going forward and and, and pursuing – the, the dream forward. I'm not, there's no turning back. 
to anything that I really want to do. And so I think there's truth in what she said. And I believe that you should follow the dream, even though it's really hard Mm -hmm. because the beauty from the outside, you know, of, of the music business, the acting business, the entertainment business, any business where you look at someone who is making a ton of money, they're wearing really expensive clothes, they're driving really expensive cars. That doesn't just happen. They like, paid a price. You, you didn't walk into a room and is like, do you know who I am? And they're all like, oh my gosh, here you go. That doesn't happen. <laughs> like, no, you have to, you have to do the work. You have to grind grind way harder than you actually want to because there are days where you wake up you know i'm sure you felt this way too of where you're like okay here we go and you got to do it i've had for the past two weeks i've had an upper respiratory um virus got tested for covid so it wasn't that thank god that's good that's good but i had but it was that and i was having trouble breathing and although I did cancel a couple shows, mm-hmm. for the most part, I I just I I filled myself up with medicine and got yeah. on here and still did my interviews. Sometimes you just gotta you gotta power through it. You gotta power through the pain. You know, um, I'm a huge fan of working out, and the only way that you get stronger is you have to power through the pain. If you're working yeah. out and and not that it doesn't have to hurt all the time, but if you're not pushing yeah. yourself and you're not trying to get out of your comfort zone. Um, that's building strength. And to what said about if you could see yourself doing something else. Yeah, go. If you can see yourself doing something else, go and do it. Because yeah. that might just be your brain being like, you want to do this other thing. Mm-hmm. Go do that. You know, yeah. I've, I was exclusively an actor for a very long time. Oh, wow. And I was um, very blessed to be able to work you know, on shows like This Is Us, The Last Ship, Victorious. And it wasn't until, you know, 2018, 2019, the music really started to build, like in my heart. And it was like, I actually remember having this really uncomfortable situation inside of my body of like, do I like one better than the other? Of like, which one do I like more? (laughs) And I I wouldn't answer the question. Anytime my friends asked me, I was like, no, I'm not going there because of fear i was very afraid if i liked music more doing for the past 10 years you know what what if i've spent 10 years doing something else but the truth is is i can do both yeah i'm very capable of doing both but i wouldn't have loved music and, and felt the need and the pull towards music as strong if I didn't do those 10 years. Yeah, exactly. You know, so the decision to go do something else might be to bring you somewhere else. Mm-hmm. It might not be that, oh, I feel this need to go work somewhere. But as a musician and and someone who is really, hello, Hi. Uh, as Glad someone, we got the puppy in here. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, as soon as, you know, as soon as I got it in my brain that I was like, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. I haven't turned around at all. Wow. There's been no, there's been no day where I'm like, wow, I don't want to do music. Because I feel like I have to do music. Mm-hmm. It's not that mm-hmm. I want to do music. It's that I have to do music. Yeah, I have yeah absolutely. Songs. I have to go out there and and do the concerts, even though they're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I have to put myself out there because 
other people need it. Yeah. Yes. And that and music is such a in my mind, it's magic. It, it is. Change, it can change a state like that. It can make you sad, it can make you happy, it can make yep. you angry, it can yes. make you motivated. And sometimes other people need the music. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's funny when you talk to certain artists about what songs they like that they've written, it's usually not their number one hit. Yeah, their number one hit resonated with the audience so wow. much. <laughs> That's true. Um, it, so you never know. I guess that uh, I, I love my answer. I, I I absolutely love your answer, Dad, because <laughs> you know, and and I and I, you talking about you know mo music moves people and all that, you know, and really as even as an act, I think that's why you had a hard time making choices there, because when you talk about entertainment, whether it's an actor or or an artist, you're doing the same thing because when you're on that screen, you're performing to help move that crowd. Exactly. Again, you're performing to push them, especially This Is Us. I mean, mm -hmm. the show This Is Us puts you in every, every emotion oh, known yeah. to man. One of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. you know, and, and that's the power of the entertainment world, it whether it's an artist or whether it's an actor. You know, whether it's an author that we bring on to and whether yes. it's athletes, a pro athlete, you know, doesn't matter. The the entertainment value that moves people is what matters because y'all matter to everybody out there because without y'all, this world would be boring. It yeah. would. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And you know what's it's interesting about music and, and acting is in acting, I, I kind of put on a mask to be mm this right. character, I kind of step into yeah. a role. And I think I found comfort in that for a very long time. Yeah. Because I was like, Troy is not the person that you are judging when you're on screen. Um, it doesn't matter who I'm playing. Like if I'm playing someone, they're not like, I'm not thinking they don't like Troy, you know, they don't like the character. And that's the point of the character. And I think that is a very strong, thing for me was I was able to step into this character and be this mask and be protected of not feeling yeah. the mm -hmm. true emotions of, of, of who I am as a person, but going into music, it's just me, you know, mm -hmm. uh, especially yeah, when, yeah. I, when I write the songs That's and, true. And That's as right. a team, I, you know, I have a team, I have a producer and so it's not just me, but if it's just me and a guitar out there playing, and you got to be vulnerable. And the song that I wrote, I have to then give and I have to perform it with emotion. And mm -hmm. I can't I can't go out there and 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 just be like, oh, well, you know, here we go. You know, I have to <laughs> let you feel it. And even on those days where you don't want to do it or you're not feeling yeah. great and you're a little under the weather. I think those days the acting really comes into play. Because yeah. I can put on a mask of being like, I'm Troy today. And even if I'm not feeling super great, I can go out there and give the performance yeah. that the people deserve. So that's where that's where acting and music collide for you. Exactly. <laughs> so tell us one or two moments. And I'm echoing now. Okay. I can, uh, we could figure it out. I can just put my headphones on. Because that's funny because yeah. I wasn't doing it until just then. Yeah, okay. that was the first time I heard hey. it. Boom. <laughs> Bam. Uh -huh. Okay. Oh, easy peasy. Um, yeah. So tell us one or two moments where you look back on your career or careers 
and you're like, wow, I got to do that. Some now some great moments. Oh, there's been a few. There's definitely been a few. I mean, being being on This Is Us was a big moment for me. Um, <laughs> to be able to do a scene with Mandy Moore and like, oh, wow. yes. and just have it just be like we're two people. And she's a singer too, so that, I mean, that, that's even more powerful. And yeah, an and she's and she's so great at what she does, like acting oh, yes. and and music. It was just such a mm. great moment. And working with Eric Dane and everybody on the last ship was was really cool. And like having a fight scene in that show was awesome. <laughs> and I think working for for music, you know, seeing the cul-de-sac concerts really become something. Oh wow! You know, wow! It kind of like gave myself permission to um, to understand that in the beginning it might not be anything yeah yeah mm -hmm. but it's like it was a metaphor for if you keep going and you just show up and you're consistent the people will come like the, the like the field up. of dreams you build it exactly they will if you come. build it they yeah. will come and <laughs> So I think that that was like a, especially this year where I felt very out of control um, to be able to go out and do that. And, and wow. then working with my, with my producer, Marty Fredrickson. I mean, he's wrote songs with Aerosmith and he's produced for Chris Daughtry. And it's just like oh, wow. to be able to, to be a part of a talent like that. Mm -hmm. it just, it, it, again, kind of gives me the confidence to be like, I'm in the right place. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, and, and also to just be grateful every day to be here mm -hmm. with you two is, is a, is a wonderful moment. We appreciate you. We of do. Course. Um, it's just great to be able to converse and, and connect on a human level mm -hmm. that isn't over an email or, or a text <laughs> and like to, to like see each other's emotions. Thank God of, for technology. Exactly. Yeah, right. Absolutely. I mean, technology is a blessing and a curse, it, but you know, it's also a blessing. <laughs> but, so I now, guess there are too many to count, but now speaking of teams, as you know, a lot of people, they see the artists, mm -hmm. but they don't see the PR people, the producers, the managers. And in my opinion, they don't get the love they deserve they because without them, you can't do what you need to do. So I always like to give the artists a couple minutes just to talk about their team. So tell us a little bit about the team that helps you be who you are. My team is um, it's fantastic, really. I'm 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 very happy with my team. Um, my manager Michael Keeling is very pointed, and he lets me know what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong, no BS. And uh, coming from Jersey and like the New York, that's where I'm from. Um, I like that. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to kind of dance around. Tell me if I did something wrong so I can fix it. And, yeah. I, and I very and I enjoy that very much. Um, my my producer Marty Fredrickson is a massively talented to be a mentor of just of songwriting of of producing of of how certain rhythmic patterns work um, when when layered. These are things that I'm learning. Um, is wonderful. And, you know, my PR person, uh, Gail Davidson is, is wonderful. And, and then um, it's my parents are a part of the team, uh, along with my aunt, you know, my dad is a, is a 
very, very smart businessman. And he's, uh, he's become my business manager. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, this is how we can, this is our quarterly plan. This is what we're doing. And I am a business. Yeah. And to see him kind of focus in that regard of numbers, it's, it's, he, he clearly shines. And then my mom is, is just, I was too blessed to have this mother because she is the most driven person I have ever met in the world. Um, when I decided I wanted to do acting, she's like, okay, okay, if we're doing it, we're doing it right. And she would drive me to New York every day from New Jersey and she would she would go everywhere. She came to LA, she went to New York, she came to Missouri with me. She would go everywhere and she was always there and she was always making sure that I had everything correct and everything ready, very organized. She is a savant when it comes to fashion mm-hmm. and she knows exactly what to choose in right now. And so she's been just so helpful in like building an image love that that isn't like me just in gym clothes going to the gym she's more like you have to wear this and like this looks very good on you european cuts are better because you have a longer torso i'm like okay mom whatever works (laughs) and and then my aunt's a very 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 talented travel agent like and so we're kind of like we're we're getting there like but you're next you know type of thing um but she's ready she's always She's always ready. And I'm just so blessed to have these core people. And then, and, and then the team goes beyond those people. They go into the fans. Yeah. They yes. go into, they go into, into people like you two who are, who are, you know, championing, you know, people like me, the rising stars, the, the um, just at any venue that is like, no, yeah, please come back. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any person who comes to a show more than once, even once, is part of the team. Yeah. Um, the reason why, one of the reasons why I go by Troy is because it's very personal. It's my first name. It's really easy to remember. That's how I introduce <laughs> everybody, uh, to yeah. myself to everybody. And I want everybody who meets me to feel like they already know me. Yeah. Just um, being like, oh, what's up, Troy? Hey, Troy. Nice to meet you. Like, nice to meet you. Nice to see you, Troy. It's like we've already seen each other. We already know each other. Well, it's like Carrie. Most people just say Carrie. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And because they feel like they're connected. And that is what I feel like I can do with my music. Love is I can that. connect. <clears throat> and I think over time, you know, it's going to happen. There's yes, no backup plan. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And, you know, we've kind of got a third co co host ourselves, our, yes, our eight yeah. year old that we met. Oh, nice. So Sandy's going to get him on. Okay. let him come on and ask one question to each of the guests. That's and wonderful. we've got a 20 month old daughter that when she gets older, oh. she'll be plugged in the show, too. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. <clears throat> and it's really been cool, too, because because we're not just uh, music, but artists, but there's shows that little Chris watches mm-hmm. um like this nickelodeon side hustle mm-hmm. and he loves that show. we brought on two people on the show from that that's, show on here that's amazing so i wish i would have had this when i was young you know <laughs> hey you're giving back you know hi, hello boy. hi <laughs> what's your favorite food oh anything my mom cooks <laughs> anything my mom cooks my mom is is just the the best cook but i think if i had to choose I can't really do cheese, but when I do, I'd go eggplant parm. Mm-hmm. Eggplant parm, 
My mom makes eggplant parm. It's the bomb. It's the bomb. What's your favorite food? Pizza. Oh, pizza's good. Pizza's good. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I know I don't have to sing for the next like two or three days. I'll definitely have like six slices of pizza. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. <laughs> Bye, bud. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool to reach out to some of the teams. Um, we're part of several things where we got access to a lot of celebrity um, contacts. Yeah. <laughs> so when we see somebody on TV that he really likes, we're like, well, let's just see if we can get them on. We got Allie yeah. Brooke on. I was, that, yeah. <laughs> what was funny. I learned a lesson with Allie. Um, we, we were, we've been doing audio all year mm-hmm. and, and I decided I want to do video because that's where everything's going. Mm-hmm. But I wanted our first video to be someone really big. We want to come out with a bang. <laughs> and it happened to be Allie Brooke. Cool. Until things mess up. It was our first time doing video. Yeah, we didn't know what we were we doing. We didn't know what we were yet. doing yet. We were <laughs> there were still kinks in this stream yard that I still mm-hmm. had to figure out how to get the settings just right. Yeah. Stop um, things from I had just so the much. green screen. Um, which right, no background. no background, yeah, um, and all that, and it was just things didn't come out the way, and then she kept getting pushed off the thing, and oh we even had gosh. issues there for some we reason, did. and it was like, and but she she was good about it. She kept coming back on, and, and we weren't lined up good in the and, and we weren't lined up, and it was like, like the, it was like the, <laughs> it was it was a crazy. learning experience. That yeah, was mm-hmm. for the first three episodes of video. We we go back and we look and we're like, oh, oh no, man. what were we doing? <laughs> no. yeah. but, hey, we learned. Yeah. But again, you don't get too you don't get a whole lot bigger than Allie Brooke out there, and it was like, yeah, having the being the very first yeah. video, and I'm sitting there like, okay, I should have thought this one through. <laughs> and well, you know what? You could take everything into account. You get everything ready. You could do everything, and then on the day. Yeah. Something's always going to go wrong. Yep, always exactly. Because we still have issues. Yeah, and you got to be prepared for it. I mean, I know from from performing live, whether it's outside in the cul-de-sac or at places where I just stepped on my guitar cord and unplugged it. I've done that, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and I got to bend down in the tight pants that I was wearing, and I couldn't really bend. And you know, the <laughs> microphone squeaks. You drop a pick on the ground. You forget the words. Like stuff happens. You know, exactly. you just, you know, forget the words of my own songs. And I'm like, well, nobody even knows yeah. these yet. And I can't even, I'm saying the wrong ones. Well, at least they wouldn't know. Exactly. Well, that's true. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. You know, and they're like, wow, that was really interesting the way you kind of scattered for a little bit. And, like, and then yeah. down the road, the, the, the song comes out and they listen to it and they're like, okay, that was different than oh, what you changed was. it. <laughs> yeah, different version. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I wanted to make it special for you guys. I wanted to switch it up, you know, just. Tap it up, you know. So this past February made the five year anniversary that we asked Kelsey Ballerini where she wanted to be in five years, and I always like to tell this story before I ask the, the guest that same question because the answer she gave us before anybody knew, and I granted she was, I think, t- number twenty eight in the chart for it with her yeah. first one at, at that point, so she was moving up, but still, yeah. most people didn't know. Who Kelsey Kelsey who back then yeah. at that point for most part yeah um, but she had a vision and she mm-hmm. knew where she was going and the answer she gave us is almost to the T 
of how she's living right now five years later. That's so great. knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? Well, this is beyond five years, but it's kind of mm. like a, a career goal of mine is to win an EGOT. Oh, wow. Ah, Which is yes. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony, for those mm -hmm. who are watching yep. who don't know what that is. That's the ultimate. Yeah, yeah, that's the big boy. And so that is like my, that's happening. I decided that like 11 years old that that was happening. And I was like, Love okay, that. it's yeah. happening. Um, I have no idea how it's going to happen. But like, it's going to happen because I don't know how anything happens. Stuff just happens with hard work that's and right. consistency. It just happens. Um, so five years from now, I'll be, how old will I be? I'll be 29. You know, I would love in five years to be headlining a tour. It doesn't have to be my first tour, but I'd be headlining a tour. Um, I would like to already have the Grammy. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, I feel like in the next five years, I can get that. I can, I can cool. get the Grammy. Um, if that same song gets put into a movie, I'll get the Oscar as well. It'll just happen. It's just like, I feel like those two are going to tag team. Um, and I feel like both of those can happen in five years. Yep. Um, a lot can happen in five. It can, a lot yeah. can happen in five years. I think the Tony is going to be a little more interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up doing musical theater. So I very much know. I very much know. I don't think that makes any sense. <laughs> um, I know how theater works. Um, and I know the dedication and and it, the amount of work that goes into theater is is incredible. Like just from vocal, from a vocal standpoint. Yeah. Um, yeah. But with everything, um, so I think that one might be a little past the five years. That might be a thirties. Yeah. Thirties yeah. type of of goal. Yeah. But mm. but in the next five years, I can see the Oscar and the Grammy. Awesome. Um, and I believe I'll still be working as an actor um, along, yeah. along with all of this. Um, I think the, the music is going to hit first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, love I don't know. That's, that's <laughs> not up to me. Now, let's say that we look 15 years down the road and you're a success on a grand scale. Whatever that looks like, yeah. you're there. Yeah. If the person you are today could meet your future successful self, what would you remind him? Don't let your emotions get in the way of doing the work. So if you're not feeling it or you're like in that mindset of oh, nobody cares who I am. Um, I'm upset. I don't feel like I did the best job. Five minutes ago was in the past. You got to keep looking forward and you got to keep going. There's something that, um, that Les Brown says. He's a, mm -hmm. I just listened to him earlier. He says, you know, when you fall, make sure to land on your back because that way you look up. Oh, wow. That's great. And that's something that's always rang true for me. It's like, you know, even if I fall, even if I like completely and utterly just into the ground. Mm -hmm. make sure that you can hit the ground look up and be able to laugh about it 
because I mean, the best stories comes come from the ones that you're the most uncomfortable. Uh-huh. I mean, yes. nobody wants to hear a great story of like, hey, you want to know what happened today? Everything went great. <laughs> they want to know what all went wrong. Yes. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you want to hear everything that went wrong and how you, you overcame it or exactly. or something funny that happened. Or it that's the beauty of it. Is like you have to find the joy in the struggle. Yep. Yeah. And I think 15 years journey. from now, that's that's and you know what? 15 years after that guy would say the same thing. 70-year-old me would be like, hey, just enjoy it because I can't even touch my toes anymore. You know, <laughs> like you gotta be able to just just enjoy the ride, you know. I love that. So as we come to a close here, tell everybody how they can reach out to you. Well, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, Twitch, Bands in Town, <laughs> all at Troy Darty. Uh, Darty is D-O-H-E-R-T-Y. And um, my Spotify is just Troy, like it says on the screen. And you can look up Troy Undercover, like the song I played, Troy Unbreakable. Those will take you right there. Or you can just check out my website, which is TroyDarty.com. It will uh, it'll give you all the info. I also have a show um, on the 4th oh, at wow. the Listening okay. Room. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. So that's going to be exciting. I'm kind of prepping for that. It's me and uh, and a few other people kind of doing a writer's round. Um, cool. I think it's awesome. On the 4th. So if, if you two aren't doing anything and want to come along, or if anybody's watching wants to come and you're in Nashville or Franklin, yeah. Come to the listening room on, on January 4th. <laughs> you hear that, everybody? Go. Yes. Go support him. Yeah, you can find the uh, the link. I'm going to put it in my, in my Instagram bio as well as it will be on my website. You know, we really enjoyed having you on the show yes, today. We did. And we definitely look forward to having you back. Oh, I would love to be back. Yes. You have a great day. Thank you so much.